This is the Carl Miller Show, where we talk about all things real estate, financial investments, and getting into a home you love. With over 15 years of experience, this is your host, Carl Miller. Good morning. You're listening to The Carl Miller Show. I'm your host, Carl Miller, principal broker of Carl Miller Realty, LLC. We're located over on Timberlake Road. Today's question, is Generation Z interested in real estate ownership and why does it matter to the housing market? Special thanks to our sponsor this month, All Washed Up, offering soft wash, non-abrasive washing solutions for your home and property. Specializing cleaning roofs, decks, windows, sidewalks, garage doors, and now offering concrete flooring color applications. David Hamill and the crew can make your home's exterior look like new. You know, they washed my home this month, and wow, what a difference. The roof stains are gone. The deck and sidewalk look amazing, and my garage door just simply pops now that that grime is gone. Check out allwashed.com. That's all washed with an E-D at the end, allwashed.com, to make your home exterior look like new. It's time for a new featured listing from Carl Miller Realty. New to the market this week and located on five acres of land on a cul-de-sac road in Bedford County, this brick two-story features a lifetime granulated metal shake roof, newer energy-efficient windows, a full front porch, private back deck surrounded by mature trees with winter views of the creek bordering the back of the land, garden space, a detached garage and workshop, along with a 60-foot by 24-foot pole shed that's perfect for storing your big boy toys or even business supplies. The home has four bedrooms, three and one-half baths, and a finished basement. This house offers a great opportunity. It's located in 24503 zip code, and it's priced to sell at $380,000. do not let this one get away. Make your appointment today. Today's question is, is home ownership still important to Generation Z? Joining us in studio today is Lindsay Merrill, our amazing marketing director for Carl Miller Realty. Good morning, Lindsay. Good morning. It's good to be here. It's good to be You survived an ice storm this week. I did. You didn't it's lose too power, many. did I did you? not lose power. No. You know, yeah. It was close. I was out of town last weekend when that storm hit, so it was fine. But yeah. um, this one was in the middle of the week, so we got to work at home a day or two. We and did. And fortunately, didn't lose Wi-Fi. So yeah, or power. That was great. We really lucked out. Good stuff. Also in studio today is producer for the show, Anthony uh, McAvoy. There you go. You got it. Wonderful. Who sent us a Freddie Mac article that resonated with him about first-time buyers. Anthony, you're you're a younger single guy. You're single, mm-hmm. right? Yes, single. Single and 22. Awesome. Yeah, so you're in that Gen Z category. Mm-hmm. And uh, what does home ownership represent to you? I think to me it's it's just, you know, home has always represented like kind of just safe security, like this is yours. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's kind of just what anybody wants right? Um, in general. And for me that's what it's always been. It's just, you know, that's yours. It's safe. It's yeah. secure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nobody else should be on your property. Well, you know, maybe if, if they're not invited, <laughs> if probably not, invited, not. That's right. You, you and if you had the financing in hand right now, like what would be your if you were buying a home today and you had the fine, you had the money, and money wasn't the issue. What would be the top three most important considerations for you if you were to buy a home today? Well, the money being not the issue would be a great thing. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, it would be you know the location. Um, if it's you know, close. Mm. I work here, obviously, at mm-hmm. WLNI. Mm-hmm. So if it were close to that, that'd be nice. Um, I don't really have to worry about schools right now. So right. that's not something that I really need to think about. But, you know, the safety of the area. Yeah. Um, then also, what's around it? 
Um, What are the things that are really, you know, accessible to me that I can just do within a quick, you know, I don't want to have to drive 20 minutes to the store if I don't have to. Right. Um, But then the other things, like if my friends and I want to go somewhere and do something, how close is the nearest, you know, leisure activity or anything like that? Sure. I think those are great. I mean, I think that what you just said reflects what a lot of people is important to them. Privacy, security, you mentioned safety, convenient location, um, and that's those are all features just come up as common themes for first time buyers. And you know, this article talked about what a home represents. And in 2020, 30, so just last year, 31% of all the buyers were first time home buyers. And breaking down the first time home buyers a little bit, 50%, 57%, boy, tongue tied again today, Lindsay. <laughs> 57% of first time buyers were between 18 and 34 years old. By the way, 17% of first time home buyers were single females. And Interestingly, the most dominant age bracket for single females, the single female first-time buyer, was actually older than you might think. 65 to 73 was that dominant age bracket. But single males comprised of 9% of of the first-time buyers. And so, guys, it's time to step up your game. So, you know, go for that. A couple more stats. 75% of first-time buyers made less than a 20% down payment. So there's lots of down payment uh, loan options available for first-time buyers where you can 25%, 25%, uh, only 25% of buyers, you know, made more than a 20% down payment. And then 49% of Gen Y or millennial generation buyers pushed up their plans to buy a home last year earlier than they thought, than they intended because of the COVID-19 pandemic. So a lot of buyers got into the game a little earlier. But let's talk about Generation Z because Generation Z is defined as buyers born after 1997. They're going to be turning 24 years old this year. And folks, it might be a little bit hard for those of us who have a bit of, what should we say, life experience? <laughs> it's a kind of way of saying old people uh, to comprehend. But, but the young men and women of Generation Z are in the workforce right now, and they intend to buy a home soon. And, and most of them intend to buy a home by, by the time they're 30. In fact, 75% intend to buy a home by the time they're 30. And while they made up less than 2% of buyers last year, 93%, 93% of 18 to 24 year olds see home ownership as something to be proud of, a sign of success. 86% of them said that. Hmm. Uh, they, they, they also see home ownership as providing privacy. That was your number one word, Anthony. Absolutely. It's, you know, it's, I know what's going on inside. You don't need to, but I do. Yeah, exactly. And also it provides independence and just control. I mean, who, who doesn't want to have a little bit of independence in their life? And mm-hmm. I think for you as a single guy, you have also the opportunity to choose your own roommates maybe a little mm-hmm. bit more. And, and mm-hmm. you can rent a bedroom out or two bedrooms out. And, Absolutely. And have those tenants pay your mortgage, which it's is a beautiful great. thing. That would, yeah. that would be nice. Thanks. Thanks I, for the uh, – I'll write that down. I like I like letting other people pay my mortgages down. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I think most people would. <laughs> yeah. It, it, and especially when you're single, it's the easiest time to do it. Lindsay, you do that. Mm-hmm. I do. I That's love great. that. Yeah. I think it's awesome. It's awesome. Yep, very good. So, uh, Gen Gen Z buyers, you know, they they tend to look for guidance in making what is a very important decision. And and here's just some interesting statistics: seventy one percent of Gen Z buyers they would consult with a parent, fifty eight percent with a real estate agent, fifty four percent with the internet, and forty five percent with other family or friends, and forty one percent with a bank or mortgage lender. And this is the uh, Freddie Mac survey article you sent us, Anthony. of Gen Z buyers would rather interact with their guide face-to-face instead of over the screen and gaining this knowledge on buying a home. I found that really interesting. That's why I'm here. The value of a trusted advisor. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, So the parent thing is interesting because I'm I'm the same way. I, I, you know, I 
I'm very close with my mom. Sure. And, you know, 90% of the time when I have anything that I have any questions about life related at all, I'm like, hey, mom, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what's the deal here? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the real estate agent would probably be what she said yeah. and be like, hey, you know, you know these people or there are these people around, go to these people. So, yeah, the parent for me or the real estate agent would be where I go. Yeah. And this is why I do this show is because now I get to know you, Carl, and now I've got that inside. <laughs> yeah. Shoot you an email, be like, "Hey, got a question?" <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and you know, and I think what you just said is is really a big part of why I'm in business. It, you know, it is to be. I mean, it's in it's in our core value to be a trusted advisor to the people of Greater Lynchburg. And you know, it, it, while we're in the sales industry, a great salesman seeks to give. You know, a bad mm-hmm. salesperson seeks to take. And uh, we've we've always had a giving mindset, and that's why we do the show. We're striving to add value to to our listeners and uh, to make it a value add. So, with these quick stats and facts, you know, why, why does it even matter? You know, why does it even matter if Gen Z is in the market or not? And I think the reason it matters is because it showcases where the real estate industry is going over the next ten years. And so, we know home ownership is still very, very much valued by the generation that's entering the workforce right now. They want to be homeowners. And so that's going to drive the housing market. It used to be, I mean, it wasn't that many years ago. We, all the talk was millennials, but the millennials are coming, the millennials are coming, and oh my gosh. But, you know, the reality <laughs> is is that the millennials, the majority of them have families now. They're, they're, they're couples, they're married, it's a lot, some, not all, but a lot of them, the, the dynamics are changing in the U.S. They have children now, and now they're buying their next house. They're upsizing. They're selling their first home and moving up. So... The, the first-time buyer market really drives the housing market, and we'll get into that in a little bit later, too. How old were you when you bought your first house, Lindsay? I, I, not to put you on the spot here, but— I was 25. You were 25. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. I, bought, I bought my first house when I was 27, almost 28. Yeah. But my one regret is I wish I'd have bought it when I was 21 because— Could have rented it out. Could have rented it out. It's a, it's a forced savings account. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. real estate over the years for me has made me a lot of money. I mean, mm-hmm. I sell it, but I, you know, I really have made a yeah. lot of money in owning real estate. Yeah. And so it's a forced savings account. In fact, the National Association of Realtors just put out a stat this week that said that the, and this is average, so you got to take it with a grain of salt, but the average U.S. homeowner last year earned $26,000 of equity in their house just, just in 2020. Wow. Like the average, that's the average. So not everybody got that much, but some people got more. Yeah. So that's awesome. So, so I guess the question is, you know, as we as we kind of factor in what the Gen Z generation does and how it how it drives housing, what you have to think about is who 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 buys or who sells the entry level homes. You know, why does it even matter? And what why it matters is that Gen Gen Z buyers, whether it's millennials, the Gen Y, and now it's Gen Z entering the market, they drive the starter homes drive the rest of the housing market. Because starter homes are always in demand. That first-time buyer price point is always in demand, even in recessions. I would say even when we went through that, you know, glut of inventory in Lynchburg from 2009 to 2000 and, and, and basically up to 14, 2011 was our worst year of sales. I mean, that was the fewest sales we ever had in Lynchburg, 2011. There was only – there was less than 1,700 single-family homes sold in our market that year. I mean, it's just wow. – it was a really slow year. And I – that's I crazy. remember having I remember having forty houses on the market at that time, and you know it, it just nothing. Ha- you call wow. sellers every week, and it's like I'm sorry, I have nothing to report. You know, we don't have any showings. Wow. I don't have any offers. And 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 of course, to contrast that to today, where it's the exact opposite. But but those homes were the easiest homes to sell, the first time home buyer home, because who sells those? It's the, it's now the millennials selling them. 
to first-time home buyers. Mm -hmm. So what once were first-time buyers, they're now sellers, and they're moving up. And move-up buyers buy what? You know, they buy bigger houses. They buy mm -hmm. single-family, larger homes. Or they buy multi-generational compatible homes. There's a lot of people buying homes where they have an apartment or, a, you know, hate to be stereotypical, but the mother-in-law suite, in quotes, mm -hmm. in the basement. Or maybe they're buying a place where their teenage daughter or college-age student or college-age student friend who's going to school in their local market wants to have a place to rent. And so there's a lot of multi-generational housing right now that's in high demand for move-up buyers. So I would argue affordable housing for first-time buyers is a critical foundation piece for the U.S. housing market. If you look at the local market today, houses under $200,000, they are, they are very scarce. As of Friday, there are actually less than 75 homes for sale. And that, this includes townhomes and condos. There's less than 75 homes under 200000 today in Lynchburg and the three touching counties. And if you look just specifically in Lynchburg City for single-family homes, again, as of Friday morning, there were only 22 of those houses for sale. And that's every single house mm -hmm. in the city under 200000 so wow. high demand for those houses. And I can assure you that probably by next weekend of those 22, 10 of them will be sold. But the good news is there'll be more coming onto the market. In fact, our firm is getting ready to list two or three of them. So, you know, there's going to be a circulation, mm -hmm. but it's a fast circulation and they, 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 they sell really, really rapidly. So, Anthony, I do have some good news for you. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it seems out of reach right now, home ownership is not out of reach. And uh, I would just encourage you to keep pursuing it. I mean, I'm glad you know what you want and pursue it and make an informed decision. Get a lender involved. I know it feels really daunting right now. And it's mm -hmm. like, oh, my gosh, why would I even talk to a lender? I've, I've got, you know, student loans and it just seems completely out of control. But that way you can at least make an informed decision, you know. And the financing piece is a really, really big uh, obstacle for a lot of um, Generation Z buyers. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh, like, do I make enough money? And I've got debts and all of that. But you don't know till you talk to a lender. Mm -hmm. And I would just encourage you to talk to a mortgage professional and just kind of know what your options are because you might be surprised. There might mm -hmm. be a 100% first-time homebuyer loan program out there that you know, you're not aware of that, that maybe could get you to that path of homeownership sooner rather than later. That, that would be nice. With two roommates <laughs> paying your mortgage, of course. That would be even better. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't mind roommates, that is. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for your input, and I appreciate you sending us that article. That of was, course. I really enjoyed reading that and pulling a few more data stats from the uh, National Association of Realtors. So the American dream is alive and well, and home ownership is a big part of that American dream. And don't don't lose sight of that, but make an informed decision. And if you, as always, if we can be of help to you with those decisions, that's what we're here for as real estate professionals and trusted advisors serving the greater Lynchburg market. When we come back, associate broker Lynn Creasy will be joining us to share a bit of her wisdom and experience with us. And we will find out what all those three-letter abbreviations on the backside of realtors' names mean. with the Carl Miller Show. I'm your host, Carl Miller, principal broker of Carl Miller Realty, LLC, and joined in studio with Lindsay Merrill, marketing director for Carl Miller Realty, and the newest addition to the Carl Miller Realty family. It's my honor to introduce associate broker Lynn Creasy to listeners today. Welcome, Lynn. Thank you. Appreciate you having me here. 
We're just so excited to have you on board our firm. Lynn, this show exists to add value to people of Greater Lynchburg, and you've been a licensed real estate agent since 1999, and you earned your broker's license in 2002. (laughs) What prompted you to pursue the profession of real estate sales? This is a good one. My husband. (laughs) That's a good reason. (laughs) Kind of kicked me out the door. No, really, he is a custom home builder here in the area, Mm -hmm. and he was going to do some developing. And he told me, he said, it's crazy to give it to someone else. Go get your license. So So we make a pretty good team. So you were his, (laughs) your husband's personal sales rep. So it was pretty neat, though, to get in the business and have some listings right off, too. Absolutely. Instant inventory. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. But not, keep in mind, not homes that he had built. But land that he needed to You were doing lots. Doing lots. But then he was simultaneously was on building on some of those lots. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. And you got all those listings, I hope. Well, most of those listings were custom home builds. Okay, got it. So you would so sell they the land. May, they yeah. may needed to um, sell something in order to have him build their sure. move up home. He has a great name in this town. And it's uh, I always enjoy when I sell one of those houses mm-hmm. and I know that it was mm-hmm. built by Mr. Creasy. So that's, a, that's always a pleasure to do that. One of the things I appreciate about you, Lynn, is your attention to detail and just making sure that things are done the right way in your business. You bring a lot of experience to the table and continuing education seems to be a priority for you. Your realtor profile carries a lot of letters behind your name and you know, letters like ABR, CRS, GRI. For the listener not in the realtor space who sometimes sees all these letters followed <laughs> by an agent's title, what are those letters and, and why is it important to you, Lynn? Well, you know, those letters represent specific designations, which are continuing education. You know, mm-hmm. For example, that CRS, it stands for Certified Residential Specialist. The different course requirements in order to achieve that designation covers so many aspects of the real estate industry. Mm-hmm. So it, education in and of itself is very important to me. Um, and it allows me the opportunity to be that trusted advisor mm-hmm. uh, and the yep. good resource for my clients. Right. And I've known you for a long time. And not only do you get that education that the National Association of Realtors and, and accredited mm-hmm. courses provide, but you're, you're a big personal growth per, uh, person as well, and you're always striving to get better in your business and with serving your clients and, mm-hmm. and just doing a really good job. And I also know that community involvement and generous giving of your time and knowledge is important to you. And what projects are you involved with today in this COVID slash post-COVID <laughs> world that we can support you in? Because you, you've been involved in a lot of community events and fundraisers and things over the years and nonprofits. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm real, real passionate about a club called the Exchange Club of Lynchburg. Oh, yes. And this organization is uh, simply America's Service Club. Mm -hmm. You know, as a club, we have the opportunity to make impact in our community and always looking for ways to fill in those gaps. Mm -hmm. The focus is children, community, and country. So any of the projects we do fall under those focus points. Are you still on leadership there with that organization? Yes, unfortunately. No, yeah, fortunately. 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 <laughs> no, well, I've you've had some of, challenges. Yes. Well, this year has been a true challenge no because our club has some folks that are, are uh, more seasoned folks. Mm-hmm. So they we are not meeting uh, right. in I person. Understand. I understand. And um, so it's put a, been a challenge for us to be able to do some of our projects that we've done all along. Sure. And our major uh, fundraiser, which was the Pancake the Chamber. Pancake yeah. Jamboree. This year would have, or last November, would have been the 61st wow. Pancake Jamboree in Lynchburg. Sure. But unlike so many other right. major programs that had to be canceled. Yeah. Um, but you asked me about the um, leadership. I have now moved into the district level 
Oh, and wonderful. I didn't realize that. Yes, I'm the district president, Virginia district president of the exchange. Wow. Well, thank you for serving yes. uh, our community in that way. Because I yeah. know it's a great organization, and I always it try is. to to uh, support the Pancake Jamboree. If That's nothing right. else, I'll yeah. show up and, yeah. and, Lots and, of pancakes. and buy, right. buy a plate of pancakes a and, and throw, throw some extra money in there because that's a, that's a great it's a great event for Lynchburg. What a rich history. It is a rich history. And the thing um, we have to keep in mind is all of the funds that we raise as an organization mm-hmm. are given back to the community right. in so many different ways. That's yes, fantastic. It is. That's fan- have you ever been to the, the Pancake Jamboree? Lindsay, did you ever make it down there? To I, the- I have oh, not, my. but... It sounds amazing. It We've is. got to make sure you, walk, you get there. Yeah. You walk Next in that door, there's just this in. haze of pancake smoke. Or not smoke. Just <laughs> yeah. smoke. Yeah, in the, in, yeah <laughs> brittle smoke in the in yes. the ceilings. And, it's like, and it just smells so good. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm home. Wasn't it just National Pancake Day, like this week? It may have been. May have, yeah. Now we're Anthony talking about pancakes. Says yes. I there it, you yeah. go. <laughs> Man, speaking of pancakes, yeah, oh. this is uh, this is good. We're going to have to go get some brunch after this. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lynn, with your experience, I know you've got some great stories. We, we talked last segment about first-time buyers. And let me ask you, you oh, you've, wow. you've experienced dramatic market extremes from, from the higher interest rates and low demand, like when you got started, that kind of led up to this dot-com bust that shifted Wall Street money to the mortgage-backed securities market, which caused ease of mortgage money and a run on housing, resulting in oversupply. And then it's just a grinding supply overage in the housing market from 2008 to 2012. To now, we're in this insanely fast seller's market. What are some of the opportunities you see today for, for buyers right now in the market in Greater Lynchburg? The opportunities for buyers are always there. The homes, there's some wonderful, beautiful designs of homes. Mm-hmm. You know, lots of people are taking focus and doing some updating. Um, but the main, one of the main things is that the interest rates have right. remained so, so great. Mm-hmm. I mean, remember, I was working in this industry when interest rates were 18 and 19%. Right. And people were still buying homes. Right, right. Um, so right. it does help make home ownership more affordable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like you mentioned earlier, the flexibility and loan options. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a there's a it's amazing the loan options that are there for first time home. Well, not just first time home buyers. Right. But buyers in buyers general. Buyers in general. Right. Yes. Yes. So even though prices are going up, the housing affordability index is favorable for mm-hmm. buyers. Right. Yes, most definitely. We're speaking with Lynn Creasy, the associate broker at Carl Miller Realty and so inversely, Lynn, if you're meeting with a first-time seller right now, let's say this, this you know, let's say the millennial mm-hmm. seller that you sold a house to eight years ago, they're moving up. What, what's your best advice for them as they look to get into a more favorable housing situation for their needs today? Like, what's the opportunities for first-time sellers right now? I think one of the things they need to remember is their home is always going to be right for somebody. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important that they de- detach themselves from their personal attachment of their home mm, mm-hmm. because then they, when they're looking at their opportunities to buy a home, right. they'll be able to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And for the prospective owners of their home, you know, it's a, it's exciting for them to be able to detach themselves and make it not personal again. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. right. So, so have it neutral, put, put yourself in the mind of a, uh, a buyer where you're making basically your home a model home mm-hmm. yes. and kind of get yourself out of the mindset of a personalized home and, right. and be a little bit uh, object or sub- objective, objective, not subject, yeah. not subjective. Because you want someone, right. they walk, when they yeah. walk in your home, yep. you want them to say, hey, I can put my furniture that's here. Right. I can fall yeah. in love with and make this that's, mine. That's great advice. Yeah. And that's great advice. And sometimes we, we tend to kind of get used to the door that squeaks or the latch that's not quite right. We know yes. how to operate it. But a first time home, another buyer walking in your home that's messing with that front door 
they're going to have a challenge with that. So yes. just get all those little things done. And, that and smells yeah. oh, and cleanliness. Oh, oh yeah, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. We, we've talked about that on our show before. Yes. <laughs> right. Well, you and your husband, you, you mentioned your husband has a lot of development, new construction experience, Lynn. Any trends you are seeing right now in new construction? That, are, that listeners would find kind of fun or interesting? Like, what are some of the Probably trends? Probably not in fun and interesting, okay. but realistic. Realistic, okay. Yes, yes. Um, you know, the higher cost of building materials for oh, new yeah. homes right. has certainly caused builders to have to make adjustments in their pricing. Um, I'm the eternal optimist, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've mm-hmm. seen so many of these fluctuations. Right. You know, I just know that um, we're going to get through this changing season. Right. There's no um, doubt. But we don't. I will say, uh, in speaking with him this morning, you know, he doesn't see um, much relief in the very current near future. Right. For you know, pricing. For pricing. Yes. Yeah. yeah we, we've had the same challenge with some of the builders we work, we're working with down, you know, I've had them in on the show already mm-hmm. for, you know, Wheeler Road. And, right. you know, unfortunately, it's really hard to even price something right now as yes. a custom pricing because the prices are fluctuating and it's, yeah. it is very mm-hmm. challenging. So if you're building, if you're thinking about building today, it, we're not saying don't build. Please do, because but just be aware there are some pricing challenges and some material, um, opportunity, you know, just material supply challenges right now. And uh, it's worth pushing through because you get your own home, you get you get your, your own design, it meets your needs, and you get to make your own dirt in the house, not anybody else's, which is <laughs> which is great. But just also understand, you know, the the price per square foot is higher than it's ever been. But the flip side of that is resale houses are higher than they've ever been, mm-hmm. like ever in yes. Lynchburg. Mm-hmm. So. Well, let me ask you another question. What are you personally most excited about as a real estate broker for 2021, Lynn? Well, one of the most things is the opportunity to be a part of the growth here at Carl Miller Realty. I'm excited about that. And to be able to continue to be part of so many clients uh, who decide to move this year, mm-hmm. to be a part of that. And right. um, to continue the established relationships I have with clients I've worked with in the past. Mm-hmm. And to to create those new ones. Uh, for those folks that are going to move this year. Absolutely. Yeah. That's great. Well, Lynn, I, w- I w- don't want to let you go without asking a personal question that you can just <laughs> shed some insight. We always like to know, get our guests. We always like to get to know our guests better. So besides the Bible, what would you say has been one of the most influential books you've read in your life, Lynn? <laughs> oh, my. I wish I'd have known the question to this I don't, one first. I don't, I, don't, I don't tip my questions <laughs> No, <off>. you don't. <laughs> any, any book comes to mind that has been an influence in your life? Maybe even just recently? Yes. Most recently I read um, The Spellbinder's Gift oh, by Ogmandino. Ogmandino. It was awesome. I love Og. So I had to go and order another one of his that, um, that I'm reading now. I love Og. <laughs> what does. a brilliant writer. Yes. He, he, yeah, he's, a great, he's a great guy. And has quite a story, too. Oh, yes. So, well, very good. Lynn, thanks so much for joining us today. It's good to have you here. So we are going <laughs> to for having me. go right into our next segment. And now... The Bizarre Real Estate Fact of the Week. Okay, are you ready? We're ready. I, I'm so pumped. Okay, in March 1867, the United States signed a treaty to purchase Alaska from Russia for the low, low price of $7.2 million, which would be around $185 million today. So that was about two cents per acre, which gives you an idea of how huge Alaska is. And we calculated today that that would be like $278 per square mile. So, you know, if you were like a multi-multi-millionaire now, you could have bought Alaska. Could have bought the whole The whole state, state of Alaska. Unbelievable. That's so big for so today, little And that's money. today's dollars. The 270 yeah. that's today's dollars. Today's dollars. Back then it was two, two cents, cents an acre. Yeah. Unbelievable. But, yeah. 
185 million dollars uh, in today's money for Alaska. They thought it was a wasteland back then. They and did. now Alaska real estate prices are are quite impressive. They're pretty right. high. Well, very good. Well, if you have real estate questions you want answered on the air, send your questions to radio at carlmillerteam.com or to any of our social media platforms. Thanks again for tuning in to The Carl Miller Show, your local, caring, competent, and trusted advisors for all things real estate. A special thank you as well to our sponsor this month, All Washed Up. Get a brand new look for your home, roof, and property by giving it by giving allwashed.com a contact info, and they'll do free estimates for you. That's allwashed.com. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next Saturday for another morning of The Carl Miller Show.